Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Nirmal Malaikul. For the past month, the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission was getting major blowback over two controversial policies that scrutinized new fossil fuel projects it's in charge of approving. One policy would have examined their potential greenhouse gas emissions, and the other would have reviewed concerns about the pollution impacts on low-income areas and communities of color. Republicans, industry groups, and even Democratic Senator Joe Manchin were not big fans. But on Thursday, in a win for the gas industry, the commission changed its mind and voted to freeze those new policies. Today, Politico's Catherine Morehouse on the details of FERC's decision and what's next. It's Friday, March 25th. So Kat, FERC unanimously voted to pull back from its two controversial gas policies Thursday. What exactly would those policies have done and what does this decision mean? Yeah, so what this decision essentially does is it makes those two policy statements, draft policy statements, what those policy statements had done, one, set a significance threshold for greenhouse gas emissions. So it basically said, if a project emits this level of greenhouse gas emissions, then that will trigger a more intensive environmental review. And that was always an interim policy statement. And the second policy statement, which had been proposed as permanent, basically just proposed to add more criteria to how FERC assesses pipelines and proposed to add a little bit more balance, as some people have put it, to the way they consider pipelines, considering things like environmental justice and landowner impacts a little bit more carefully. What FERC did Thursday was they decided to turn both of those policies into draft statements. What that does is it opens them up to more common and makes them subject to change later. And the idea is, you know, once they're finalized, maybe there will be a little bit more agreement on these rules. And just to clarify, does this decision apply to all projects or just new ones? It will only apply to projects that are filed after these policy statements are finalized. And this was a really big sticking point for industry, which said, you know, we already worked really hard on these applications. We filed these applications under the previous framework, and it's unfair for you to kind of go back and suddenly change the framework that we're working under. I think that FERC heard that feedback and said, okay, you know what, you're right, let's wait to apply this new policy statement until, you know, it's finalized, until we have some agreement and give companies time to adjust to this new reality. And these policies have gotten strong objections from Republicans, industry, and even Democratic Senator Joe Manchin. Is FERC's decision Thursday what they were looking for? I think that folks who oppose the pipeline policies have been cautiously optimistic. We have seen some responses kind of saying that, We're pleased with the initial direction, but we still want to make sure that whatever is finalized sticks to some of the tenants that we laid out, which includes basically not implementing the draft policy statements as they stand. So I think we can still expect a lot of changes. And FERC Chair Richard Glick spoke on Thursday after the decision was announced. What did he have to say about the about face on the gas policy statements? You know, it was interesting. He said that this has really been, in his words, bogging down the commission. And he said they have 
a big agenda and a lot of important work to do. And all of the controversy, the fighting over this policy has been a problem. And more importantly, the reason that he said they decided to step this back was because of feedback from industry and because he felt like, you know, the full purpose of this policy statement was to create more certainty in the industry. And it became clear to him that this policy statement didn't do that. And along with these two policies, FERC approved three pending pipeline projects following months of criticisms that the agency has been too slow to certify gas infrastructure. Can you talk about those decisions? Yeah, it voted to approve three pipeline projects, basically adding new compressor stations, adding a a couple miles of pipeline in some instances, and one project that basically just increases the capacity of existing stations. They were all assessed under the previous policy, which is from 1999. And Glick, in supporting all three of these projects, still wanted to make the point that the commission still could have addressed the significance of these the greenhouse gas emissions of this project. And he wrote separately to point out that in his own assessment, the emissions would not have been significant enough to trigger a further environmental review. So I think his point there was kind of These policy statements weren't intended to hinder these projects. And if we had applied parts of the new policy, these projects still would have been approved. Also, on Thursday, National Climate Advisor Gina McCarthy said that President Joe Biden remains focused on passing climate and other provisions that are part of the stalled Build Back Better bill, despite the Russian invasion of Ukraine disrupting global energy markets and grabbing the White House's attention for the last month. McCarthy said that the president was, quote, going to double down at the American Council on Renewable Energy's policy forum. For context, the package of clean energy tax credits passed last year in the House has been stalled for months, following opposition from Senator Joe Manchin and after Congress shifted toward other legislative priorities. But Politico reported last week that Manchin was holding discussions with Environment and Public Works Chair Tom Carper on potential compromises. And this week, Politico's E&E News reported that Manchin is eyeing sometime in April or May to reach a deal on a slimmed-down budget reconciliation bill. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Carlos Prieto and Raghu Manavalan edited this week's podcast. I'm the podcast producer. Kelsey Tamburino is the usual host of Politico Energy. Jenny Ament is the executive producer of audio at Politico. Our editors are Matt Daly and Gloria Gonzalez. I'm Nirmal Malaykul, and we'll see you back on Monday. Did you know that Chevron is working with partners in California to convert the methane from cow waste into renewable natural gas that, one day, can help fuel trucks across the nation? Find out more at chevron.com forward slash RNG.